This might sound cliche, but are you someone that often feels like a bit of a social outcast? Well, if so, this episode is for you. In the Gregorian calendar year 2022, I learned quite a bit about myself and my relation to the social structure. And last night kind of just tied it all together for me. So I want to talk about my experiences last night and throughout the year of 2022 and just the feeling of just being a social outcast and why I finally come to just accept it. That's actually a great position to be in. Without further ado, let's get this show on the road. When you walk out of here today, don't be afraid to remind our government that they work for us! You must leave the area immediately. If you refuse to leave the area, you will be arrested for North Carolina General Statute. Under North Carolina stand in the gap. You got to be subject to the law, whether you have on blue jeans or blue uniforms. What is right is right is right. I don't give a damn what it is. Because guess what? I'm ready to go to jail and die about it. Think globally, act locally. We need to understand what the global agenda is, but we need to act locally to counter it. And we need to do it in a way that occupies peace. We need to do it in a way that is going to make connections with each other locally so that we see each other as human beings. I'm going to leave you with three simple words. Integrity, dignity, and community. And a lot of people were seeing politics at that time, but I was seeing revival. Yes, revival was coming through the realm of politics. Amen. And, uh, and that momentum and that movement is still in our country. Yes, sir. We just need to find avenues to harness it and yes. where, where, it where it manifests itself. Fan that flame. We're, we're uh, you know, the move of God is strong in our nation mm-hmm. today. The word of God teaches us in the book of Psalms. It says that if I had wings like a dove, then I would fly away and be at rest. It's released representing the soul of Andrew. To get this into the into the public eye, uh, we're trying to win this war and we can't do it without your help. So last night I went out for the whole New Year's Eve thing. You know, it was, it was fun. You know, I don't celebrate New Year's Eve, but, you know, I've been living in the woods for the most part by myself for a, a while now. <laughs> a few months and um, you know I need some socialization so I go out you know and what occurs was pretty shocking to me it's just like interesting looking back it's like whoa I just it was a bit reminiscent of Neo realizing he's in the matrix socially speaking like the whole social construct I just broke through it all and I just was like and I realize that I kind of always have done this, but I've always done it timidly and with fear. And this time I was just like, nah, you know what, just follow through when the time's right, do what you got to do. And by that I mean, you know, I got into a club you're supposed to pay to get in. I didn't pay. I got in, not only that, I got into the VIP section, okay? <laughs> not even pulling strings like I know people, Just to, I just walked in. And... 
but the dynamics, the social dynamics that occurred just really demonstrated something deeper to me that I've never seen, like, uh, I've never seen before, like, socially speaking, I've never really thought about, you know, the alpha-beta situations and all this, and looking back, there's really no true alphas, I mean, alpha is kind of ridiculous, <clears throat> like the Andrew Tate alpha, at least, you know, maybe there's a deeper alpha that I don't really know, but when you think about alphas, you think about Andrew Tate, and he's clearly not an alpha because he's in handcuffs, <laughs> And I'll get back to that Andrew Tate story in a second because it kind of applies into this. I last night a lot of different things happened to me socially speaking. Like I saw a lot of people I haven't seen in years, you know, in you know the security that runs the club. I, I'd known them from a different town, the people who work at, but they kind of just cover this whole county, I guess, at this point. And they are just the most awesome people. Like, they are fierce-looking. Like, if you don't know them, like, you'd be like, oh, my God, I'm not messing with them. But once you get to know them and they know you're not up to trouble, whatever, like, they're, they're awesome. They're, like, just, and that's, I think that's why they're just so successful. Like, they're the only security team in the area that runs, the, like, the clubs and bars around here and the venues and all that. And, you know, to attest that fact, like, I saw, I think he's the owner. I've come to this realization. I didn't realize this back then a couple years ago, but he's, I think he's the owner now. And I finally seen him. I've been looking for him, like, you know, lightly. Just wondering where he was been. And I was actually just asking some part of his other security team down at a different place where he was. And they didn't know. But I bump, I turn and I see him. And I'm like, he's like the head of the security team. In the club that I'm, I didn't pay to get into. I just walked in. Not because I knew anyone. I just, I'm telling you, I just walked, I just walked in. And... Our eyes light up, man. I was so happy to see him. He's happy to see me. We hugged. It was like great. I was like, we just said hello. It was awesome. Just an awesome dude. He runs a fantastic team. And just like, you know, like to me, like that's part of what I'm saying. Like, he's security, but like I'm not going to treat him like <clears throat> in that position, right? He's just a dude and he's looking out and he's looking out to do what's right. And I, I see that in him a lot. And that to me is what's important. And, you know, I try to do that myself. I want to see what's right occur. I don't want to see some trash going down around me. And if it starts happening, I don't care who you are, I'm going to shut it down. So in that regard, I do walk around with an air of authority, and people don't know why. And it's not that I'm alpha. It's actually because to be alpha, you have to be in the system. And that's why there is no true alpha. Because to be an alpha, you have to be in the system. You have to, you know, you can have a lot of money, you can have all the girls, you can run the system. But the moment you, the moment, like, I come along and I don't identify the status symbols of the system, you know, I don't care who you are, if you're a, a rapper or whatever, I think I bumped into, like, some famous rapper or something, he's pissed that I had no concept of the social construct that he developed around him. I didn't even see it. I literally was like... I don't know, he had such an attitude, but I also think he was running some sort of a crime thing. And that's why he's like, that's why he gave me that attitude too. It's like he has a status thing, but he's also probably got something to hide. And this is like what happened to people's convoy. Like, the whole convoy at some point, not everyone, I had my allies the whole time. But even people who were my allies believed a lie about me for the longest time. And eventually they came around and realized it wasn't true. But at a point, like, the whole convoy was against me. Okay, <laughs> after that, okay... I'll stand up to anything. I don't even... I realize, I didn't back down then, you know. 
I just... I'm not an alpha. I just don't back down. I'm not testing people. I'm not trying to take anything from anyone. But I'm not backing down from my position. You can try and talk to me about it and convince me. and Say, hey, this and that, you know. But Okay, but I'm not backing down. You could threaten to kill me. And actually, I, I've been... I don't know if it's like... You know, it's almost like a... Whatever. You know, I've had my... Years ago, my best friend... He, he did. He tried to kill me. Because we were arguing about an idea. It was like... It was, it was ridiculous. He was saying that, you know, sometimes people just need to die. And I was like, nah, dude. People can learn. They can repair. And he's like, no, they need to die. And he had a knife to my throat. And he's like, oh, I'd kill you right now. I was like, fucking do it then, man. Just do it. Whatever. I didn't even fight it. And you know what he didn't do? Fucking slide the knife across my throat. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, my gosh. The craziest part is I still love him. Anyhow. <laughs> People don't see... I mean, like, when you come from a perspective like that, I just don't care about your wealth. I, I don't care about your status, your car. I don't care about my status, my car. I don't care. You know? Because when all of that is gone, who are you? Are you doing what's right? It's like, the you know... And the funny thing is, like, at the bar, you know, I walk into the club, see a lot of people I haven't seen in years... And then I see there's this little VIP thing. I don't even know if you had to pay to get into that part. I don't even know what the deal was. I just saw a dude with a velvet rope, and clearly special people got him now. I don't know if that was just like a status presence so that just not anyone would just roam in there. Because people probably don't go in there if they don't know what's going on. There was no signs, you know? And I saw how this... I, I just watched it for a while. I was watching it. And at some point I was like, okay, I'm getting into the VIP section, and I'm going to chill there. And... You know, I waited for the right time. I just, like, watched. I didn't know how to get in. Should I approach the bouncer and let him open up the rope for me? That was kind of intimidating because I didn't quite, you know, know if he was going to open the rope. And then, you know, I passed it one time, and this woman, I saw her. She walked right over the rope, right in front of the bouncer. I was like, I just followed her immediately. And that was it. Then I walked out the back door, and then I just did it again. So, but that, by that time, I'd already conditioned him that I was okay there. And the thing is, if even if they realize at that point, once you've gotten in, it's socially awkward for them to say something. Once you've gotten in, they don't want to admit that they let you in the first time. And if you're not causing a problem, nobody cares. So I'm trying to figure out the social dynamic of the VIP section. I don't even understand what it was still. And the funny thing is, I even knew people in there, like, you know, people that would never... <laughs> I told one of them, like, you know, he owns one of the businesses around here partially. And I was like, dude, I don't even know how I got in here. <laughs> he just laughed. <laughs> and it was great. But I was, like, looking at the menu, right? And they had, like, it was like a bottle of Tito's. It was 150 bucks. I was like, holy shit. Man. And, you know, the wait staff kept coming back there. You know, but then I'm starting to see, like, this one chick's passed out. I'm like, and this was after, so then, okay, this, I go to sit down, like, in this area, and I guess each person kind of, like, claimed their couch. There was no rhyme or reason to it or whatever. And, I like, I sat down in this one, or I was, like, moved towards this one area, and there's, like, this, you know, gangster dude, and he's like, yeah, yeah, thinking he's something. He And immediately, like, he was like, oh, you know, back up out my space, blah, 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 blah. 
I was like, oh, I don't even know what's going on, you know, whatever, blah, blah. I'm still trying to figure out what's going on back here and not get kicked out, so I didn't even push back against anything, and I, I had no stance there. I, I didn't know what was going on. It's like, maybe I'm in this dude's space. So, you know, I, I didn't care about it, but that, it put, the way he treated me was like, oh, okay, he's committing crimes he doesn't want me to see right now. That, that was the response, that was my vibe, okay? And it, I didn't just get it off of him, I, that, that vibe continued, but from then I like, I'm like, okay, so what's, what's happening around me? I become really aware. Now I'm just like, I'm like, I make it clear that I'm watching everything. I just put on the air of like authority, like I'm watching. I see what's happening. You know, I don't care if people are doing drugs, whatever, whatever they're doing. But, you know, if people are like trying to traffic or something like this, I'm like, you know, uh, you know, I got my eyes out. I don't know what the hell I can do about it, but I'm watching. I'm going to see it. I see this one chick passed out on the couch, you know, and I know the one guy that was with her, fortunately, and I know, you know, so, you know, I was like, is she going to be good, whatever, because she was clearly like, it looked like she was drugged. I don't know. And I didn't stop anything. She went off with like, I just took notes. I like literally put that. I was like, okay. And so I'm just like watching, you know, because I can't stop it. What am I going to do? I don't know what's going on. I have no idea. But I take notes just in case. I'm like, dude, I, I like I feel like I'm now an undercover detective. But I'm not that undercover because nobody knows what the hell I am. And that just makes them suspicious of me. But their suspicion it shows what they're trying to hide. It's it's wonderful. It's just a wonderful thing. And I think that's like what police do, right? And security and they and the police they they, they beat the crap out of people for no reason. So sometimes people are scared with you know good reason but it's the same thing it's like when you show suspicion like towards a police officer they get you know they're like what's going on you know why are you nervous even though they're like abusive with their authority i'm just a dude standing there watching not like staring at someone staring them down i'm just watching everything and you know i'm walking around the whole thing you know, I took, I was like, okay, I'm going to get a nice shot of the balloons falling. It was just like, I just set these goals in my mind. I'm going like, to be at the highest point when the balloons fall. Just, you know, be my own, set up my own social status here. <laughs> and I filmed the balloons falling or whatever. You know, from the VIP section up top. And, um, you know, it, not, I don't care that I was in the VIP section. It just was a, it was just so fun to break all this. It was just shattering all these social constructs. And I'm up there hanging out, right? And, you know, the waitress is super sweet, kind, you know, making sure everything's good. And, you know, but then there's like these two dudes up top. And meanwhile, I, I know one of the people up there who is definitely fine there. I don't even know how he gets in. I don't know if he just knows how to get in. I don't know. I don't know how you're supposed to get in this place. But I know he's, I know that... that you know, I know that he wouldn't let anything crazy happen. It just wouldn't happen in front of him. And so I'm sitting there. And these two dudes are like, who? Like, they just were like staring at me. And then they were just like, who are you? <laughs> just like, what the fuck? It's like, I am who I am, man. What the fuck? Who? Like, they were like, who are you? Like, like I had to be someone to be where I was standing. I was just standing there. Yes, yeah, the VIP section, but I know the people around that were in there. It's not like they were in, you know, you know, local business owners and stuff. It's not like, you know, but then you get these people who 
who I really because I stand outside the social order and these people work hard to get to the top of their quote unquote alpha positions in the system right and I stand outside of that system and they don't know what it blows their mind it pisses them off because they've worked very hard for their status and I don't give a fuck about it and that, like it, I just have that vibe it's like just a vibe like they're like saying I had to be someone I'm like hey, what do I gotta be Why, I gotta put up some kind of air of fucking superiority to be back here you know like and I knew and like you know it came down to like they offered me like a drink or something and I just I pretended that I took a drink I said thank you that eased them a little bit but they are still fucking suspicious of me the whole time which just made me more like not suspicious but just on aware I'm just like okay I'm watching harder now what's happening what's going on you know is there a crime being committed the only thing that I care about really the only thing I could even conceive that I would even care about would be you know trafficking or somebody drugging like women or something and how do you spot that I don't know vigilance but just you know so but like to me like also that whole status thing is it's like they feel like because of their status they can get away with things that aren't morally acceptable like they can be you know forceful with a woman on their at, with their approach but not in my presence <laughs> it just wouldn't happen it's it's wild it's just like you break their power it's like a short circuit because in many respects, you know, I make the system wherever I am. And that's, you know, I don't want to lay too many claims here and, and get to the point of pride. But I I want people to know what they can achieve, too. Because when I go somewhere, I'm seeking what's right. You know, so the man-made concepts of things and rules and all this crap... It's just endless. Nobody can keep up with and manage. And if you try to, you know, you'll end up insane. It's just ridiculous, right? When I go somewhere, I am laying the rules for myself and my interactions with others. <clears throat> and anything that comes into contact with me is going to be bound by my rules. Now, I'm entering an establishment that's somebody else's. So I'm not, you know, I realize that they have their rules, right? I can't ignore that, okay? I have to be aware and in tune, right? It's more of like a tuning thing. It really is. There's no other way to put it. It's just like putting up an air of something, right? <clears throat> Whereas these guys want to put up their air of superiority, I put up an air of, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. <laughs> but no, but like not even with an attitude like that. It's just like, in my presence, their whole system means nothing. And they want to get rid of me. Because of that. I don't even know if they know why. They, they probably don't, because they're just angry and they don't think... They're just like, oh, this guy's a problem, he must be removed. They, they probably have no idea why they think that. They just feel it. And because I stand on my square and I know where I stand, you know, they can't move me. 
because they don't know where they stand. <laughs> They've chased this whole, you know, inside the system, they might know know where they stand. I'm not in the system. Not to the extent these people are. I can't claim that I'm totally free of it. I don't even, you know, sometimes I use the system. Like, I think you can use the system and not be in it. And that's the design. That's what it was designed to do, was to use it and not be in it. Right? But some people, somehow we've entered the system. I've said this before, like, you know, the Declaration of Independence lays it out beautifully. It is, you know, the most elegant concept of government that I've ever read in just short sentences. You know, the government derives its just powers from the consent of the governed. And the governed, you know, that's, you know, one line. And then the other is like, you know, the people, something like the people get their unalienable rights from their creator. Now, the creators with the capital C, and of course, you know, they were probably referring to God. It doesn't really matter who they're referring to, though. It matters who you think they refer to. Who is the creator? And to me, the creator is the most high up. <clears throat> but to somebody else, the government is their creator. The government makes the rules around them. <sighs> and... You know the system in society. It's which the government is just society. There's no there's no difference. Politics and society is the government. It, but you know your interactions with everything around you is also the government, right? It's just like government. Like you know I can't go. For, you know I can't just start going into this place and yelling and screaming and. You know, I have to govern my language, right? I have to govern my voice. I have to control the, the, the way that I present myself to what is acceptable in that situation. And one of the most awkward things, right? Because, I mean, beyond that, I was like in just the regular spaces too, just walking around everywhere. I was just talking to everyone, dude. I was, just, I was everywhere. And, like, there was this weird interaction, like, because I saw this gay guy, this flamboyant gay guy, following a woman around like a dog. And I was like, wow. Like, I don't even understand. Why would you be gay and then follow a woman? It's just, like, that's crazy. Like, it was... And then I saw this guy, a young man. I was talking to his girlfriend's mother. <clears throat> and he came up with his girlfriend. And he, he, he was exhibiting the same behavior of, like, this following his girlfriend, but not by, not as much. It wasn't like, you know, yeah, he was following his girlfriend, okay? And I just saw that, and immediately, I don't even know why, I didn't, just one of those things that, I don't know, I wouldn't have thought to do, I, I don't challenge my actions very much, like, typically they're acceptable, and I'm not, gonna, I'm not even saying, that even based on the reaction I received from him, I don't think it was unacceptable what I did. And it was something to the extent of, I saw he was like an inch and a half behind his girlfriend. He was, and his, his shoulders were slumped, and he was, he was being submissive to her. And having seen that flamboyant gay guy earlier, I was like, I, you know, I, I gotta do what I can to help the youth, you know. I grabbed, I gently grabbed his shoulder and pulled him like an inch and a half towards me. And I think maybe I said something, right? I mean, I get why it was socially weird for him, but nobody saw me. I did it in such a way right in front of his girlfriend and his mother, but they didn't notice. They would have never known what I just did. I was trying to get him to step up. I was like, here, step up. I think I might have said step up. And he took that to mean, like, 
No, he knew what I meant. This is the thing. I've done this before, where you you break someone's social construct, and they get what you mean. And they know that it's true, but then the whiplash, it's like a whiplash effect comes in if you change something too fast, and then they get angry. Because it was fine until he walked away. And then he walked away, and he's like, oh, started yelling at me after he walked away. And then I was just like, what? Because, like, it was fine. Him and his girlfriend, like, he got it. There was no reaction in that moment. I just moved him up a foot, like an inch and a half. I did pull him towards me, and I said, step up, but I said it. But then, see, he got it in a moment, but then he started thinking about it. He means step up like, oh, he wants to fight me. You want to come at my girl? He, st- he, he walks away, then he starts yelling at me from across the freaking patio. This stuff. And then he comes up, and he's like, oh, you want to hit me? You want to hit me? I'm like, what the... F- <laughs> He comes right up to me and he busts, he puts his chest up against mine. Little scrawny guy, man. Whatever. And I, you know, I didn't know, I initiated it, if you wanted to say it, so I couldn't hit him, right? If he wanted to hit me, it was his move. You know, because in some regards you could say it would be the same thing as if I pushed him. Whatever. I knew what I was doing, he knew what I was doing, and then he got upset about it. Okay. And maybe that's the energy that he needed in his life because his, his girlfriend's mom was like, wow, I've never seen him act like that. Like, I exposed him right in front of his girlfriend's mom, by the way. Like, <laughs> she saw the whole thing. And I explained it. I was like, you know, I, I don't know. He's just insecure. After he left and nothing happened, surprisingly. And I kept talking to his girlfriend's mom. And I was like, you know, I told her what I saw. And, you know, it's a liberal area. She could very much, you know. But women just need... Women are outside of this whole social construct. You know, they'll use they'll use things to get their advantage in different ways. Like, later on, that woman might see me again say something about... She said something about a gay guy being submissive to a woman. Right? If, she, if, it, gain, if it gains her social advantage. Women are not in the alpha structure. They just float... They just float around. You know, I don't know what... They're just women. You know, they they might be closest to whatever man that they're with in the social structure. It's just the way it is. But, like, I was just explaining to her, like, yeah, I mean, like, I told her. I was like, I saw this flamboyant gay guy walking around following this girl here, like a dog. And I was like, and I just saw him being submissive to her, and I was just trying to get him to step up. And that was his reaction. He's a little insecure about it. He's like, she's like, well, it's nice to know that he would defend her. I'm like, well, I wasn't even saying anything about her. I didn't say anything about her. I don't even know why he brought her into it. You know? Because I saw myself in him. That's that's why I even bothered to correct. It's because I saw myself at a younger age. And I wish that I had known. You know, I saw myself in his shoes. And I was like... I tried to get, it was like, you know, if if I saw myself in the past, this is what I would do. And that's what I did. You know, I don't regret it. His his action was his action. I don't, you know. And maybe that little spat was, maybe that's what he needed to overcome that. I don't know. You know, nothing happened beyond that. It was just words. And even the bounce was just kind of laughing at him. Like, oh, he's, he's, ah, because he's just making a scene for nothing. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. Um. You know, normally, like, think of how that social encounter could have gone. So many different ways. If I backed down, I didn't back down. I didn't move my feet. He bumped into my chest, and I didn't move. 
you know. But imagine if I backed down and cowered and was like, oh, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. I would have been socially rejected. But I, at this point in my life, you know, I'm just like, you know, I got no time to be like concerned about that. And because I'm not concerned, it doesn't it doesn't matter. It's like that whole, like, just, this concept keeps coming up to me right now. It's like a circuit. And what I was thinking earlier, it's like in the presence of like an alpha male in the system, who is really, that's why I'm saying there's no alpha, because they're a beta to the system. They have to obey the system, the man-made construct, to be an alpha. So there's no such thing as an alpha. I mean, I guess, when you really break it down, I guess there's an alpha, but you have to be, it's an alpha in the system. So he's a beta to the system. And when I'm in the presence of an alpha, and maybe I get it because of, like, my dad, he's very much an alpha. Like, to an extreme degree, that people, you know, people would say it's narcissistic, like, not even narcissistic, like, uh, was it patholo- like psychological, what is that word? What is that word? Oh, my gosh. Sociopathic. Where it's like, you know, it's beyond, nothing else matters but his, what he's doing. Nothing. And having to be, live with that, like, it, it's taught me a lot. Because he, <laughs> my lack of being in the system gains respect from him to me. He respects me for that, right? And I respect him for being an alpha in the system. But when an alpha doesn't respect me for what I offer, I don't respect them, right? Like, there has to be a mutual respect for there to be any, and it's like back to the circuit. When I'm in the presence of an alpha, I, I can short their circuit. Because they don't have a defense mechanism. It has nothing to do with the power or whatever. It's that I'm in a totally different reality than they are. I'm not in the system thing that they live in. And I've been there. And I still use that. But when they see me, you know, they have their circuit going within the system. The system is the positive and they're the negative. I don't know which is which. No, who knows? There's the positive and negative. I come along. I can just short that circuit. Okay, I can just stick my energy right there if it comes. But they don't, they, they know this. The thing is, is that they know that, but they don't realize that they, they, I can't do that to them without receiving a repercussion unless they swing first. You know, and when they come up to me like, who are you? <laughs> who, who asks that of someone? Who are you? What does that even mean? Who are you? I mean, the dude said this to me. He's like, who are you? It was like these two dudes. Like, oh, shopping cart rolling free. Oh, she is going to the moon. Man, this thing's about to go a mile and a half. Good Lord. Anyhow. Oh, my gosh. I want to stop it. The only thing I can stop it is my car. Oh, I guess I'm going to try and stop it. It's rolling pretty slow right now. Can I catch it? Where are you going, little buddy? No. Bad. Go home. Go home. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, that doesn't carry the radio, but you know, I was treating it like it was a dog because it appeared to have a mind of its own. It was just <laughs> like a giant. It's like a target in a huge mall parking lot, and that bitch was going. But um. Anyhow, wow. Talk about fucking sidetrack. Now someone's parked next to it for some reason. I'm taking a photo of it. I don't know what the hell they're doing. They literally pulled up next to it. What the hell are they pulling up next to it for? Anyhow. Yeah, it's really interesting because I've never really thought about the alpha, beta, whatever thing. But, like, in the context of what happened last night, I really kind of see the importance of seeing that, right? There is a system that exists, and when I say there's no such thing as an alpha, I mean an alpha is not truly an alpha because they are subject to the system. So, like, we're all subject to a system. But, like, that's... And this is, this is, you, you can't see it unless you can see it. You can't see how to break free unless you are self-governing and moral. You know, that does not mean that I, you know, I'm not perfect. Okay, I'm not even slightly saying that. And that's the beauty of it too, is you don't even have to be perfect. You know, and that's what I think the Bible's talking about when it says that we come out from under the law. When we were born, we're subject to the elements of the world and the governors and tutors of it. <clears throat> but at the appointed time of the Father, we become sons and daughters of the Most High. And we're no longer under that law, but under the law of the Most High. And that means like you govern yourself. You you control your own actions, right? You, you're not just going to go fly off the handle and fight someone or yell at them or, you know, steal their stuff or murder them, you know, you obey their rights. And that's the thing about an alpha. That's why I I don't really respect them too much for their alpha status because they don't have that and they will only limit themselves to the system. You know, if the system doesn't say it's not okay, you know, if the system for some reason said theft was okay, they would steal. And a lot of them do steal, but in a way that's not classified as theft by the government, right? They try to beat around it, you know, and they do immoral things because their morality is the government. And that the government record, the documents, the physical written things. And that's not a moral, there's no morality to that, especially not now. Maybe sometimes there is, but there's no morality to the government and the way it rules things on paper. And so, like, you know... I, I, there's got to be a, a lesson here that I'm just trying to get out. It's just, like, it's interesting to watch that social dynamic, because... I'm someone who wonders why I don't... I never fit into groups. It just never works. You know, I've never understood that. I don't get the social order of things. And it really depresses me at times. But, like, after last night, it's like, normally, like, if I had backed down or gotten sad or scared about any of those moments, I would feel that I'd be depressed. I'd be like, man, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I realize that there's a certain authority to that position. When you don't, but see, that's the thing. That's how God governs us, right? Is the moment I start, if I live in sin at all, if I'm prideful, 
if I'm lustful, whatever, like my system begins to short circuit. And, you know, I don't, I begin, I begin to become a subject to the system again, right? And that the God controls us through like fear and anger, right? Like imagine if, you know, if I had any lust in my heart about the guy's girlfriend, like he thought I did, when I pulled him to step forward, you know, that would have backfired on me. But, you know, I know that I'm in control of that. I, there was nothing like that there. I was just, I actually wanted to see him step up so that they might work out. <laughs> that was like, it was actually the complete opposite. And I, I didn't, he embarrassed himself because what I did with him, nobody saw. You know, because I didn't want to embarrass him. That wasn't my goal. I just pulled him, you know, very subtly. And if I did that with any malintent, or if I just had been malintented at all, my my fear would kick in, worry would kick in in that moment, and I wouldn't be able to stand my ground. But because I really crafted that, you know, it took... I don't know how long it took, you know... You know, like, I can't speak to how long that took because every one of us has a different process that the Most High takes us through. And I can't even say when that began, when the right one began, because, you know, I went through a lot. But, you know, I would say even just three years ago, you know, I didn't have that kind of confidence. And a lot of my confidence comes from COVID, to be honest with you. Just having to put up a front, like, like that's, I really think that that's how I was able to do it so successfully last night. I've always kind of been able to work my way into places, like, for free, like, you know, venues and stuff, just by talking. It, but... Like with COVID and just having to just walk into store after store after store after store without a mask and and walk past everybody as if without asking for an opinion about whether it was okay or not because you're not going to get in the moment you do that that's you know their that's their law you're asking you're consenting to their governance right and just being having to go through that you know is crucible the right word. Of like, just that fire, that iron sharpening iron, like constantly just having to be in the face of that. And just, I've always been a social outcast anyway, so it wasn't that big of a leap for me. But now I realize I'm not just, a, I'm not a social outcast actually. I shouldn't say it like that. I'm just not in the social order. That's what I'm not a part of. I keep saying the system. I don't know about the government system in my relationship to it. I can't speak to that. I'm not in the social order. At all. I'm completely detached from it. That's what I've been meaning to say. I'm not going to delete the whole podcast. Just make that correction. <clears throat> I am outside of the social order. Completely. You know, and there's been times where I wanted to be in it. And, you know, when I wanted to be in it, you know, I'm not at the t near the top. You know, beta, I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know if that's a word you'd say. What is, you know, below beta, delta or something? I don't know. Like, when I'm trying to be in the system. Now, I could have been an alpha in the system, and there was a point in my life where I was aiming towards that. But, 
you know, at a certain point, you know, my heart got convicted to something bigger. And I was like, no, why would I work my whole life to be like, you know, in the C-suite of some freaking corporation? You know, I really wanted to work my way up to the top of this corporation. And, well, actually, it wasn't even just a family-run business, so it seems more elegant and beautiful, but, you know, whatever. And just seeing the, it's just the sleaziness you run into, like, just at the exact, the, the managers are always so sleazy, it's just, like, so weird. And just, like, why would I want to be a part of that? And that's when I just divorced from society. Or began my divorce. And the social order. But now, I, you know, I can enter the, by not being, I can, I can enter any part of the social construct now. It's beautiful. I love it. Like, I can just, you know, because nobody knows what to make of me. They don't know. It's like a virus your body's never seen before, right? Your body has to sit there and figure out defense mechanisms. And because most people aren't divorced from the social order, and a lot of them that are, are totally detached from society. They're way out there. You know, they, they never even interact. Me, I interact and I'm divorced. You know, I'm still talking to my ex over here. <laughs> so most people, very few people enter that position. And because of that, but see, anybody with good intention in their heart, 70% of people are have generally good intentions overall. They're totally okay with that. They don't even see it. You know, like the worker bees of the system don't even see it. And even the alphas that are, like, respectable, they don't, they don't, they, they actually see it. The alphas are smart, man, I'll tell you what. The so-called alphas are smart. And oh, some of them. The insecure ones, I don't even know, is an insecure alpha an alpha? Or are they just a beta? I don't know. Like, the insecure alphas, it's like... They, to, to them, I stick out like a sore thumb. And karmically, I've done nothing to them. But they see that I could. They, they, they're insecure. And it's, it, they don't know what to do about it. But I don't feel bad, you know, because they're hiding something at that point. They're, 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 they're sinning in some extent. And they're scared that I can see it. And because they're scared that I can see it, I can see it. <laughs> they expose themselves. I wouldn't go out of my way to expose... You know, it's not my intention to expose it. But they expose it on themselves. By coming at me. That's what's... I don't even have to do anything. Like, God's order is so... Like, in general, like... I don't have to do anything. Because I'm, uh, karmically, I have done nothing to these, you know, insecure alphas, you want to call them. Whatever, these insecure people in general. Because it's not just alphas, it's anybody's insecure because of their sin. Because they have something to hide that they haven't confronted and dealt with. And they know they shouldn't be doing it, but they don't deal with it properly. They don't repent, they don't have God. You know, <laughs> when they come at me, it just backfires in their face. Instantly. It's the most wonderful thing. Oh, yeah. No! Oh, you son of a gun. 
been sitting here waiting for an Uber order, and one great one just came in. I was like, oh, it was so good. Oh, come on. Dang it. And, like, I, I hit okay, and then the system's like, oh, system malfunction. <laughs> oh, you son of a gun. Anyhow, let me close out that app and try it again. Something went wrong. No, it won't let me go offline, so maybe I got the order. It's going to take forever to come in. iPhones are the worst, man. Oh, my goodness. Anyhow. Um, yeah. Very interesting thing. Just a very interesting social construct to witness. And to finally feel, like, acceptance with myself about that, because, to be honest with you, it's very depressing. To just never have, like, a group. Uh, to deal with, right? To be in. Socially. And to just always be divorced from that. It's just... But now that I see the reasoning and the, you know, the position that I'm in and the impact that it can have on those around me, beneficially, you know, whatever. All, I, I can't... I can't go, you know, I can't do anything to someone that they can't... <laughs> they don't do themselves. Like, that's the thing. It's like, I don't even... It's such a strange thing. And I've seen it so many times. Like, I've seen it so many times. Where people swing, they take a swing at me, you know, spiritually speaking, or mentally speaking, or whatever. They, they try and come at me. And they just fall. Like, right before my eyes. I don't even do anything. They just, they destroy themselves by coming at me. It's amazing. So, for those of you out there that don't really fit in the social world, it's all good, man. Maybe you're just, like, not in the system, and that's fine. Like, there's a social, social construct, right? Just seek God and the Most High and, like, build up your moral character and, like, seek the Most High's law. Always. You know, and repent in the name of Yeshua Mashiach. Yeshua HaMashiach. Every day. Because <laughs> you've done something. Oh my goodness. It still won't let me go offline. It still won't pop up. I wish I knew how the iPhone worked. So that I could close out the app and restart it. But I can't. Anyhow. Alright. I think I've laid out my points. Well and clear enough. Anyways. That was my New Year's story. Until next time. Well, the revolution may not be televised. We shall podcast their renaissance. See you.